Yo, 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 what's up, man? It's Courtney again, man, on the GovCon with Courtney podcast. Got you here with another episode, man. It's actually my first episode, man, that I'm actually recording on this podcast right here. Shout out to Crooks Media Group, man, for giving me an opportunity on here, man, to uh, spread my uh, my little little knowledge that I know about this subject, man, and try to learn something myself and, and bring some other people on here to teach us something and shoot we can all go from there man but yeah we definitely about to make it happen on here man and 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 get some stuff going um this podcast pretty much right now is about GovCon, man. That's it, government contracting. Uh, we're going to speak about stuff on a local level. We're going to speak about stuff on a state level and on a federal level as well. Uh, with that being said, uh, I just want to give a little background with myself, man. I am from uh, Statesville, North Carolina. Uh, got a military background. I was in the Navy for seven and a half years. Uh, did a little bit of electrical work there. Um, was also, I went back over there uh, for a second time after um, finishing up school, man, in accounting. I couldn't find a job fast enough, and I, I just, I had to do something else. So I went ahead and went back into the military, and then, um, yeah, man, uh, went back overseas, and then went to, uh, yeah, went to Kuwait, and shoot, ended up meeting some people over there, man, that changed my perspective on doing government work uh it wasn't on a contracting scale yet but it was actually uh just learning about going overseas and and getting that overseas money you know it was tax-free at the time this was back in well it's still tax-free but at the time uh this was when the rave was going on man everybody was talking about it so um it was definitely something to look into so that's exactly what i did man but i went back on there on orders and uh ended up man just you know like i said man meeting some good people and um coming back over here still not knowing what i wanted to do with myself man or anything like that so i just rambled around a little bit man got into the electrical field um and then uh moved my way up on that right there and just started doing a little bit of uh maintenance as well uh technical maintenance technical um what was it? tech yeah technical mechanical technical what was it? lighting technician and then i was a technical Dang, well, I can't remember the name of that dang gonna word. I'm at mean, uh, the uh, the position that I was. I, I don't even be thinking about that manufacturing stuff no more. But um, from there, man, I moved up into uh, management, and from there is when I, I after that I got into sales, and I actually enjoyed sales, man. Like it was it was something that I was new to because I'm sort of like an introvert. Like all of this right here, believe it or not, is new to me, man. And so it was something that I knew that needed to be done if I wanted to um, expand my network and grow as an individual as well. So I started getting into all this uh, other, uh, getting into these other um, uh, lines of work that allowed me to open up and just start networking and being comfortable to uh, network with other people that either looked like me or didn't look like me. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it was still a skill that, that I believe everybody needs to learn, man, like that uh, as far as like sales because it builds your networking skills up and it builds that confidence that you may have not had at all, you know. And, and if it's something that you like, if you are an introvert and you into sales, it's something that you can you can definitely make some money quick. And I mean, like you can go from shoot making two thousand dollars a month to making ten thousand dollars a month easy just by learning a new skill. 
And that's not that's that's not me exaggerating at all because that's exactly what I did myself. Wasn't didn't know anything about sales, but I wanted to actually do something for the people that, you know, everybody was looking for a car, man. And so with opposed to me trying to go out and look for the money, like most salesmen people do, like they just come off as a sleazy salesman. I didn't do that, man. I treated people exactly like they wanted to be treated. If you could, if I could help you, I definitely was, even if that meant I didn't make no money off of that deal. Like it was still a unit for me at the end of the day, but I, I didn't have to make no money. That's that's and I feel like whenever you make those uh sacrifices or you do those types of things and you are a genuine you genuinely are a good person it's all gonna come back around at the end of the day you know and that, that's how I, that's how i look at it and eventually it did come back all around and i was end up uh, i was a top salesman uh at that at the car lot which was one of the top car lots that was on the east coast in north carolina and south carolina pretty much and we was doing numbers man out of our shop man but it came a point in time to where i was just on some Nah, you know, I think I should do a little, do something else, man. Like I, I, I got put into a position, a position that made me feel like I couldn't do anything else but uh, work for them or something like that. Like as if it wasn't another car lot directly next to us on both sides that I could probably throw a rocket and it was that close that I couldn't work at and do the same thing for. And you know, when I left the the uh, job that I had, then that's exactly what I did. Like I applied there, you know, and the um, the sales manager knew who I was and everything, man, because he seen me out there actively on the uh, car lot doing my thing. And he told me to come in and apply. And I sat down and thought about it and thought about it and said, nah, you know what? I'm not even going to do that, man. I'm going to get do exactly what I've been talking about doing for the last, which was prior to that, five, six months. This was two, last year, 2022. I probably started talking heavy, heavy in about government contracting around this time, around January, February time frame. And I felt like it gave me the opportunity then to just say, you know, okay, cool. I'm just going to go ahead and do this thing for myself, man. And I, I, I did that. I left sales and I, I jumped straight into government contracting, really not knowing anything about it at all, man. Just going off of the uh, the people that I seen and that I followed, a couple of people that I followed on uh, social media, social media platforms and, you know, got me a mentor and learned some things about it. Literally like, and, and learned a lot of stuff about it from that one mentor, man. Shout out to Hamza, man. He lit like he, taught me the game and I uh joined his uh mentorship group man I joined a couple I joined another one of his uh what was it a it's like a consultant I joined one of his consultant classes and which was a, a something that taught me how to um pretty much do business with other small businesses or other big businesses but at the same time I still was new to the platform so I wasn't, you know, I'm still new to a business, new to even having a business. So I'm just trying to rush and rush and do things and rush and learn things and just moving along with everything else, you know. And yeah, I did get a, 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 a I won my first contract within 60 days of me even doing it. Like I did it, but that's expected from me. But I feel like when I did that, I got complacent and I got like, you know, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like I just did. I, I didn't continue. I didn't have that drive anymore. It was like, okay, I accomplished something and I can keep this going for four or five years. And then it is what it is. So I kind of was just dragging along for maybe two, three months. So, and that led to what, November or something like that. And it, and it was maybe like around, yeah, late November. I was like, okay, cool. This is exactly what I want to do, man, because I couldn't think about nothing else but government contracting. I couldn't think about nothing else but reading RFQs and RFPs and knowing what, um, knowing about um, contracting officers and knowing knowing about these different uh, these different terms and this different information when it comes to the government contracting space. It just it propelled me, man, to just want to jump into it even more. So that's exactly what I did. But this time I decided I wanted to start over and build my foundation and literally just build my company and, and start networking. And so that's exactly what I've been doing for the last couple of months, man, is just building my company and building the, the foundation first, meaning, uh, learning about my local municipalities and learning about my locals, my local government first and learning about uh, what they actually do and what I can do, learning the laws and learning the FAR and stuff like that, man, and learning all of these different things, which is, you know, it's it's a lot to keep it all the way real, man, but it's simple at the end of the day because uh, everything is written down and they tell you exactly what they want from you. They tell you exactly what you need to do to qualify for this or get a certain certification for that they tell you exactly what it is so you know it it you know it was something that I was interested in outside of just um what I was doing which was really nothing at the end of the day man at the end of the day it was really nothing but that brings me to my uh, first topic that I have with this government contract and what got me into it man like I started listening to a lot of different local small businesses complaining about uh, contracts and stuff like that that they were not winning or I started noticing um, uh, that there wasn't a lot of minority-owned businesses. Well, let me say it wasn't a lot of black-owned businesses that was actually winning these local government contracts. And I found out that, you know, it's only 1.67% of black businesses that's actually actively doing business with the government. And, you know, that's a problem all around the board. And a lot of that has to do with us not knowing anything about it or us just not caring about it or, or anything like that, man. But I still had those complaints in my ear. So instead of me, instead of me just joining the crowd and complaining as well, I went ahead and started doing something about it, man. I got to the books and I started learning stuff, man. What I can say, what I can, what I can do, man. And, uh, uh, what they actually are looking for and what are the rules and what are the laws, like all of this good stuff, man. And like, it's actually a lot of benefits to, you know, in the minority uh, um, community when it comes to, uh, you know, doing business with your local municipalities. That being said, man, I want to, how I want to do it, man. I want to start off by really explaining what is government contracting to people who really don't, know what it is in very simple form like very very simple it's literally just what it is like the government when i when i and i mean the government 
on the local level, I mean like your your police department, your uh, fire station, your city hall, your school systems, like those are local municipalities that are in your um, in your cities and in your counties. Like your mayor, your um, city managers, your clerk, all your your county managers, your purchasing purchasing uh, manager, all of these people work for the city which means they work for you as a citizen of that city. Now, I don't want that I don't want you to get it confused and try to say try to make it look like well they if they work for us then they're supposed to be doing this and they're supposed to be doing that. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, they should be doing a lot of things, but you know, by law they actually vote on a lot of this stuff too. And a lot of us don't show up to none of these meetings to even know what's going on in the community that they swear that they love. And I know this because I started showing up to some of these meetings and it's really I'm the, really the only person that looked like me that be in these meetings. But we can change that, though, man. And that's what I'm here to do, man, to bring awareness to where we are lacking that, man, and, and get out here and actually get this money, man. And to where, you know, a lot of people complaining about it ain't no money out here. It ain't no jobs and the government actually has it set up to where you can create your own economy in your like in your own household almost man like it's set up to where you know having a small business in the United States is really a requirement that's how you're actually able to like offset a lot of the things that you that we spend money on every day you know and with that being said the government actually spends money the same exact way like when they want to buy some toilet paper they can't just go out here and buy some toilet paper they have to they have to have a manufacturer or somebody that they have to put out a solicitation for it and say like yo okay well, we need to get an order of these toilet papers who can we get to uh, buy this from or who can we buy this from who can begin to sell this? And so they'll put out the bid either depending on how much it is, a certain certain thresholds um, will require different uh, different processes. Meaning, if something on, on the county level, on the county and city level, if it is over, I think twenty five thousand dollars, then they have to put it out to the public. They have to. It's required to send the federal acquisition regulations. And it's also in the uh, local laws as well. They just call it a no bid contract. And so with that being said, if you if you have these uh, contract, if you have, let's say you have a, a company that that manufactures toilet paper or you are a supplier as a small business, then you and you supply toilet paper or toilet tissue or whatever. And your City Hall is looking for it, and they and you uh, actually have your uh, vendor. Um, you're actually set up as a vendor in that city and that county, and you're actually um, set up to actually sell some dang on toilet paper and uh, and tissue. And they actually, if they actually need some, they will contact you and say, "Hey, can you can you uh, provide us with this amount of toilet paper on this particular day? And how much will you charge us for this without having to put that out if it's not over the $25,000 threshold? Again, I'm going a little bit too fast for a lot of people, so I'm going to slow down too, man, and, and really explain what's going on, man, and, and what where the um 
where the positive and, and where it's an asset to us is where they have set aside that specifically for minorities and they have set aside that specifically for black people or women owned business, specifically women owned business. Like I'm, I'm going to say this. Sorry, fellas. Like we don't have any type of set aside. Like there is no set aside for men at all. But women have a set aside, specifically uh, black women, but they call it economically disadvantaged black women owned business. And this is something that you would have to go, uh, you have to get uh, certified for. You can't just say like, yeah, I'm a black, I'm a black woman. Uh, you know, and, and and just put in like that, like they, you have to, I think you have to have like a, a piece of paper printed out, man, and you literally just get it notarized by your bank or something like that and send that in. And that's how you're able to, you know, uh, get a lot of the information in when you get stuff notarized. But uh, again, starting off on the local level, you can simply go to um, Google or you can, if you know your city, city hall's website, you go to that website and you want to type in, um, let's say, for example, uh, right now we are in uh, Columbia, South Carolina right now. So I'm on and I'm on Google and I'm going to type in Columbia, South Carolina um, purchasing department. And when it pulls up, it's going to pull up the actual department, like the purchasing department that shows, it actually is the first one. It says procurement and contract city of uh, Columbia. And from there it's going to, it's going to have you, it's going to show you where you can actually sign up to be a vendor, how you sign up to be a vendor. And once you do that, then you're able to bid on these contracts that's in the city of Columbia. Now, <clears throat> I don't want that uh, to confuse you at all because you can bid on contracts in any city, in any county, in any state in America, and you can live anywhere. You just have to go to that actual city. Same thing I'm just, I did just now. You have to go to that city's website and apply as a vendor, and it's just that simple. They will approve you, um, and then you, know, you can start bidding on the uh, solicitations that they put out. This one right here in Columbia. I'm actually a vendor in Columbia, and I stay in, in North Carolina. You know, they send me bids all like all the time during the week. They always looking for uh, some type of solicitation here in Columbia. A lot of it is janitorial as well. I'm going to throw that out there. The city of Columbia is actually looking for janitorial businesses. It's a lot of it down here. I think they have a military base around here somewhere. But uh, I'm still on the website, too. And it uh, actually shows you on here how to do business. Uh, what to do, uh, guide, they say check out our guide for vendors, contractors, how to do business with the city of Columbia. Uh, check out our step-by-step -step guide, becoming a registered supplier with our eBid system. That's uh, simply simply what it is. Like when you uh, register, become a supplier, you go on the eBid system to actually see a lot see a lot of these bids, and that's where you put in the stuff at when it comes to uh, city of Columbia. Every city is going to be different. Like my city don't even have an e-bid system. They just put out the bids on their website and then we you look at them, open them up and then see what it is. See what it is that they talking about. They act they put a description on there of course just to give you a general idea of what it is that they asking for. But you have to go ahead and read it yourself and that's where I believe a lot of our our problem come in that because a lot of us don't like to read and then a lot of us get frustrated when we don't understand something but you have to understand this man you you're always going to be frustrated or mad or you don't know nothing at all when it's something new 
You know what I mean? When you're getting into something new, it's always going to be frustrating, man. But the key thing is you got to be consistent, man. Again, I'm still fr- I, I still consider myself new in this space because I haven't even been doing it for a full year now. So I'm still, you know, still new, but I've done so much studying, man, and I've I've been around so many different people that's in this uh, space right here, man, that, I've, that I'm well-versed in it. And I can tell somebody how to get started. I can tell somebody how to actually keep, or, or what they should be doing when it comes to marketing and communicating with these contracting officers or with the project managers, how to find them, like, Small stuff like that, man, just to get you started on uh, on your journey to uh, doing business with the uh, with the government is something that this channel was definitely going to help you guys out on doing, man. Like like I said, I'm going to take my time with you, man. This is my first episode, man. So forgive me if I feel if I uh, come off sounding rushed. I promise you, man. I'm gonna slow it down a little bit, man. Once I relax up a little bit, man, and 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 get a little more a lot more comfortable behind this mic and letting y'all know what's going on and I don't want to give away I can't, I'm going to say I'm going to give away as much as much game as I can and as well like I said I'm going to try to bring on other contracting officers here from the city of Columbia so they're able to explain the process themselves like tell you exactly what they're looking for tell you exactly what type of uh, uh bids that are coming up what type of processes that they do specifically in the city of columbia who's the who who you need to talk to like get out you really got to get out here and shake some hands and kiss some babies man like just being cool with your city hall people man that ain't enough like you gotta it's people it's it's companies out here that's spending big money in this city and that's the reason why they're here. That's the reason why you see a lot of this construction going on. When you're going down that road right now, man, You after you listen to, if you listen to this uh, podcast right now, you in your car and you driving, and you in the city of Columbia or you in any city in America, and you see them, you see them cement trucks outside, man, you see them laying that brick down on them buildings uptown, you see them laying down that asphalt and stuff like that, man, making pave, uh, uh, sidewalks and stuff. Those are small businesses that got a contract with the city of Columbia. They bid it on that contract, whoever had the lowest price, but the best, you know what I mean, the the best uh, uh, technical, what is it, technical analysis on the whole thing, then, yo, you're going to win the contract every time. And then sometimes it ain't even about the price, man. It's about what you uh, uh breaking down everything specifically and what it is that you, uh, what it is that you need to be doing for them and your past performance as well. You know what I mean? That's why you're going to need your capability statement, man. And all of that on a city, county, state and federal level. Like that's your way of marketing to the government. I keep saying the government, man, I'm gonna keep on saying the government, but that's who they are. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they work for us. So we, but we, as a small business, you have to set yourself up a line next to them to be able to do business with them. So you can't come in there acting like you the boss with some people who who going to cut them checks for you, man, or trying to tell some people who, who, who you trying to do business with what to do. 
Like it ain't gonna work like that, man. You gonna you gonna be running around in a circle. I actually had to had to had to come circle back around myself one time, man, with the uh with the uh, city manager, man, because I came in about a year ago in this office just on some. You need to be doing this. You need to be doing that, and this and this and that. And the meeting that we had two week, two three weeks ago, like I had to you know apologize for all of that because it was a different tone, and I realized what I had learned. From that point and all the way up to now to where it's like, okay, it's a lot of stuff going on that I don't know about, man. And it's a lot of it's a lot of people that's in place that's really trying to do everything that they can do. But, you know, with us being the type of people that we are, we don't pick up a book and read, man. Or we don't reach out and, t- and just ask questions, man. Like we got a lot. It's a lot of ego, a lot of ego in our community. But at the same time, man, I believe I truly believe that we can actually uh, um, work together, man. Maybe not all of us, you know what I mean? Maybe not all of us. And that ain't, it ain't designed for everybody to work together. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I feel, I believe that government in getting in the government contracting space can start the conversation. It's a, is an easy conversation starter because it's talking about money at the end of the day. It's talking about progress. It's talking about taking a small, a, a, a small idea and maybe even perhaps making a million dollars within a year or two, you know, and these are real stories that my mentors have told me, man. And, and the stuff that I've seen with my own eyes happen from just watching these people make this money. So, you know, again, man, I'm still learning at the end of the day, man. So, you know, I don't want I don't want anybody to to get discouraged, man. Why you why you start when you start in this journey, if you just now start and just today or last week or whatever the case may be. Like that's you 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 literally can take your time and walk with me, you know, and I'm a I'm a I'ma try to I'm gonna try my best to um uh explain it in a way to where everybody can really get it. And and if you got any questions, man, um you can actually reach out to me, man, on my Instagram. Uh it's GovCon with Courtney. Uh on Instagram. That's um GovCon G O V C O N. W I T H C O R T N E Y. Uh, and it's the same thing on um, uh, Twitter as well, GovCon with Courtney. Um, again, man, you can inbox me, ask me questions. And, and if you got any questions, I'll try to help you as much as I can. If I see it, I'll definitely reply to you as fast as I can. But if you got any questions about the show, I'll definitely ask them as well. If you want to come on the show uh, and, and discuss uh, your business or talk about government contracting, we definitely can discuss that as well, man. Um, but again, man, I'm definitely looking forward to getting started in this space, man, and taking this opportunity with Crooks Media. Uh, to really um, display what I what I know and actually learn learn some stuff to display what I don't know because it is a lot that I don't know you know but we all gonna learn this thing together man and we're gonna get this money together in this government contracting space man but until next time man I'll definitely man I'm ready to check in with you guys again man you guys check it uh check out this episode uh rewind it back man and check out my next one man and I'll check y'all next time